Welcome to the podcast from In Church, Phoenix. This message is called by God with Pastor Samantha Dawkins. May 14, 2017. Okay, so Reagan was, as you know, she's sick, so I volunteered, <laughs> or was voluntold, <laughs> but it's all good, it's all good. Um, so there are all kinds of moms, um, there are biological moms, there are surrogate moms, there are adoptive moms, um, there's foster moms, stepmoms, single moms, um, spiritual moms, soccer moms, uh, stage moms. Um, here at the REF, we have... Uh, ref moms, we have scooter moms, we have second moms, um, we have grandmothers, godmothers, um, mothers-in-law, and mothers-in-love. Um, so there's all kinds of moms. And last week we sent out a survey with within the church here, and um, we have so many different ranges of moms, from grandmothers to first-time moms. Um, we have kids that range from five months to 576 months. You know, with your first kid, you always know like how old your kid is to the to the minute, to the second, and then by your third kid, you're like, I don't know, there are two, I think, I don't know. <laughs> um, but um, we have moms that have six kids, and we have moms that have one kid. They're brand new moms, um, moms of all girls, moms of all boys. We have all combinations of the two. Um, we have moms ki- uh, that have kids that sit still and <laughs> moms whose kids are crying right now. <laughs> right now. Kids that are running wild. Uh, we have kids that stand strong and we have kids that are um, wandering, lost. Um, we have moms with kids in our arms and moms with kids that we've given to God to hold in their arms. Um, we do have some amazing moms um, And I love how personal and individual some of the answers that came back um, were. But a lot of the commonality that ran with all of them um, that really made us marvel at God was that God's created this club that we as mothers get to be a part of. um, And it's like it's an unexplainable, beautiful mystery um, that we get to be a part of, you know, creating life. Um, So we asked, what has been your greatest joy? And this was some of the answers. Uh, the way their baby looks at them, um, their first I love yous, and we know those I love yous are genuine because they don't really want anything in return at that point. <laughs> um, their answers range from watching their kids experience their first all the way to watching their kids watch their own kids experience their own first. Um, then we also asked, what, um, what life lessons have your children taught you? And here are some of those answers. The art of flexibility, yet consistency, how to listen better, how to think and respond rather than just react. Um, it's, it's the little things that matter. They've taught us how to laugh harder, cry harder, pray harder, um, and they've taught us how to hide things better, um, <laughs> for sure. <laughs> There's one time we were having breakfast with our family and we were all talking loud and Asa was like, you guys are talking loud. It's like when mommy and daddy argue with smiles on their faces. I was like, oh, I thought we were being discreet, but not. <laughs> um, but the number one answer was patience. Um, and if you're a kid right now and you're laughing and smirking at that answer, patience, and you're saying, yeah, right, um, just remember, give us patience too, because we're, we're learning. 
We're learning too, and someday it'll be your turn, so pay attention. And how dare you, according to Reagan. <laughs> it's Mother's Day, so. Um, we've shared Bible stories that have gotten us through tough times. Um, you know, we see the relationship with uh, Ruth and Naomi. Um, we've seen Esther's strength and courage. And we've even used a dad's story to relate, um, you know, Job and the suffering and, and triumph that he went through. Um, and these verses have encouraged us. Um, so we made those cards and, um, and sent them out to you guys just with uh, those verses to just encourage you through the tough times. Um, we also asked moms uh, if they could have anything for Mother's Day, uh, what would it be? And number one, they said to be together. And number two, to clean anything, any, anything at all. Just please clean something. So today, if your mom gets a chance to take a nap, just cl- clean something. Clean a room, wash a dish, something. It really, it really, it's the little things <laughs> that, that make us happy. Um, and then when she wakes up, have tons of fun together. Um, and most likely you're going to mess up everything that you've cleaned. <laughs> um, we love our moms, um, but our heart is for the kids, for your kids here. Um, so we've asked them about their moms, um, specifically what they love about their mom. And this is what they said. Um, she's beautiful. She's sweet to me. She makes the best PB&J. <laughs> she's my best friend. One person said, raising four kids by herself, and she manages to give us everything and more. Um, She never gives up. She believes in me. She pushes me to be better. She never lets me give up. She's been through a lot, and she never gives up. She wakes up early. She works all day. Again, she never gives up. She doesn't go to sleep until she knows I'm home. Thanks, whoever that is. Um, And if you're one of the older moms, we just want to thank you for never giving up on us. Um, And if you're a new mom, we just want to let you know that you can do this. And there is a light at the end of the tunnel. (laughs) Look around and find a mom that knows exactly where you're at and be encouraged. Um, We know um, what you're going through and what's coming next. Um, You're not alone and you're never alone. Um, Trust me, you're a mom. You'll never be alone again. (laughs) Even if you want to, you'll never be alone. So thank you guys. (laughs) Well, happy Mother's Day. I read this illustration this week about motherhood. As we began to pastor our first church, my wife Laurie and I found we were going to have our third child, Bill wrote. Several weeks later, Laurie was going through her clothes, which no longer fit. Watching her, our five-year-old son asked, Mum, now that you're going to have a baby, are you going to have to wear eternity clothes? I thought that's fitting. Sometimes it does feel a little bit like eternity clothes. (laughs) I love how kids can make us laugh because they're so literal in the way they think and the way they take things. It's another illustration. A little boy was attending his first wedding. After the service, his mother asked him, son, do you know how many women a man is allowed to marry? 16, the boy responded. His mother was shocked. What do you mean 16? It's easy, the little boy said. All you have to do is add it up. It's like the pastor said, 
four better, four worse, four richer, four poorer. (laughs) This one's even better. Last one. One of the mothers in our church put her son to bed on the eve of his fifth birthday. Kevin, she said, this is the last night of your fourth year. Do you understand that? For a full year, he had shown people four fingers for his four years, and now he was ready to add a thumb. Seeing his four fingers, his mother nodded and said, when you go to sleep tonight, you'll be four years old. But do you know how old you'll be in the morning when you wake up? Kevin nodded enthusiastically and added a thumb to his little fingers, and he said, tomorrow I'll be a handful. (laughs) So for all the mothers who have had their hands full, happy Mother's Day. You know, a mother, a mother is flawless by design. We're not perfect, but we're flawless by design, by God's design. She has a love that hopes all things, believes all things, endures all things. A mother has the bravest, least ordinary, most difficult, utterly challenging career that anybody could ever hope to lay claim to. Whether it feels like it or not, mum, you are a shelter from the storm. You are a cape of good hope. You are a warrior who will do battle for your children's hearts, souls, attention, innocence, education and memories. At times we as mothers may ache. We have tears, we have cracks in our hearts. As friends will fail our children, adults may fail them and the world tries to tear them down. But we don't break because we are called by God to get up again and again and to walk them through life's lessons, to speak God's truth over them, to hold them when they're hurting, and to see them use the lessons we've taught, the truths we've lived, and the life that we've spoken over them, to come back easily and hopefully come back predictably. You are not ordinary in your work for the kingdom, Mum, but you are mighty and you are called by God. And I'm just going to take a few minutes, but I've called this called by God. History's most famous mother was called by God to her task, just as parents today are called by God to their task. And I want to just read to you from Luke chapter 1, verse 26 through 38. It says, In the sixth month of of Elizabeth's pregnancy, God sent the angel Gabriel to Nazareth, a village in Galilee, to a virgin named Mary. She was engaged to be married to a man named Joseph, a descendant of King David. Gabriel appeared to her and said, Greetings, favoured woman. The Lord is with you. Confused and disturbed, Mary tried to think what the angel could mean. Don't be afraid, Mary, the angel told her, for you have found favour with God. You will conceive and give birth to a son and you will name him Jesus. He will be very great and he will be called the Son of the Most High. The Lord God will give him the throne of his ancestor David and he will reign over Israel forever. His kingdom will never end. Mary asked the angel, but how can this happen? I am a virgin. The angel replied, the Holy Spirit will come upon you and the power of the Most High will overshadow you. So the baby to be born will be holy and he will be called the Son of God. What's more, your relative Elizabeth has become pregnant in her old age. People used to say she was barren, but she has conceived a son and is now in her sixth month. For nothing is impossible with God. Mary responded, I am the Lord's servant. May everything you have said about me come true. And then the angel left her. 
My first point that I want to bring out this morning is that a mother called by God submits to God's will completely. When Mary was still young, she was confronted with the challenge to be committed completely to God's will. When Gabriel gave her the message that she was to carry the Christ, Mary was stunned. But her chosen response was, I am the Lord's servant. May everything you have said about me come true. Mary never wavered from her complete submission to God's will. Instead, she responded in simple faith. She positioned herself humbly under the plan and the purpose of God for her life. You know, no doubt she was nervous. I bet she was unsure of her ability to raise the Son of God. But more than that, more than that, she knew the greatness of God. More than that, she knew the word of God that had been foretold. She knew the promise of a saviour to come. And she praised God for his holiness, his mercy, his outstretched arm to come and save a nation that was lost. And we, we read about that in the later part of Luke chapter 1. As a mother, you are called by God. And we are called to completely submit to the will of God. You know, when I teach my kids um, authority and obedience and respect to authority, what I'm actually teaching them ultimately is to be able to come under the authority of God, to be obedient to the ultimate authority in their lives, which is the Lord. Jesus said, if you love me, you will obey me. So when I deliberately and purposefully submit my will to God's, whether it's easy or not, I am positioning myself to be in the plan and the purpose of God. This is a truth that I must live openly in front of my children so that they will recognise the Lordship of God in their lives. As a mother, I am called by God to not only live these things well for myself, but also for my kids because they're watching and they're learning from the way that I live my life. My second point this morning is that a mother called by God never relinquishes the title. The Bible says, Near the cross of Jesus stood his mother. You know, Mary didn't stand stoically and passively at the foot of the cross like we sometimes see depicted in pictures and stained glass windows. She crumpled at the cross. She fell down to the depths there, moaning and wailing. The truth of Simeon's prophecy of the birth of Jesus was suddenly true. The cross cut deeply into Mary's heart. Despite the pain, however, Mary was there. She was a mother from the beginning and a mother to the end. A mother called by God never relinquishes the title. You'll find mothers like these in the halls of children's hospitals, in funerals' homes, in counsellors' offices. Mothers never relinquish the title, even if the child is rebellious, harsh or cruel. Her heart will just not allow it, not when she is called by God. When a woman becomes a mother, when a man becomes a father... There is an instant realisation that at some point the day will come when your child is going to experience some kind of pain. And the crosses that we bear are different from family to family. There may be a divorce or disease or death. There may be harsh words and unacceptable actions. There may be tough love and impossible nights. Through it all, mothers called by God never relinquish the title. Never. There is nothing like a mother's love. A mother is a prayer warrior, a lioness who defends and protects as often and for as long as it takes. And this can be so tough, but it's also very rewarding as seasons come and thankfully seasons go. And my final point this morning, a mother is called by God. 
and she is precious and treasured, loved and surrounded by the strong arms of God, and she is favoured. Luke 1, 28, Gabriel says to Mary, Greetings, favoured woman, the Lord is with you. Mums, this morning I want you to know that the Lord is with you, that he promises that he will never leave you, that he will never forsake you. He loves you unconditionally and he wants to look after you while you're looking after all the other people that you look after in your life and your family. When we submit ourselves to God's will, when we position ourselves through obedience to his word and have faith in him, he does take care of us so that we can take care of others and be the warriors, the carers, the providers, the taxi drivers, the advice givers, the mothers that he's called us to be. His grace is sufficient for us and his mercies are new every morning. Great is his faithfulness. So as I finish up, Mary had a chance to see God's entire plan played out. She suffered through the crucifixion. She celebrated the resurrection. And she was even part of the small group that was there when the Holy Spirit came on the day of Pentecost in Acts 1 verse 14. What a gift from God to be around long enough for parenting to make sense, right? Some parents live long enough to see God's plan for their children. Some of us live long enough to see God's plan for our grandchildren. Some of us will be able to understand God's plan one day when we get to heaven. I want to just finish with this short illustration. And it was from a comic strip from Family Circus. And they'd asked the children, they were discussing babies... And one of the experts, they were asked the children where do babies come from. So one of the experts said, storks don't bring babies, they come from UPS. Some other children had different ideas, but the best one was saved for last. Babies, said one, are connected to their mothers by a biblical cord. (laughs) You are called by God, Mum. And I hope that you know that we love you and the mandate and the anointing that is on you to lead your life as a mother and to lead your children is precious. So thank you, mums. We love you this morning. Lord God, we thank you, Lord, for these mighty women, Lord, that are standing right now. Lord, I I thank you, Lord, for the the task and the role that you've given them to to raise, Lord, the generation. And Lord, we just ask that you would guide and direct, Lord, that you'd give wisdom. Lord, I pray that you would give each mum, Lord, the assurance, Lord, of, of, uh, of what you're doing. Lord, and give them the confidence, Lord, that even when things seem to be out of our control, Lord, that you are still in control. Lord, I pray that every mum, Lord, would hear your voice. Lord, as, as we... As parents, Lord, seek you for wisdom so often. Lord, I pray, Lord, for that, uh, that the mums, Lord, standing here this morning would hear your voice, would hear your wisdom. Lord, would hear your direction. Lord, that we could raise, that we see this next generation raised up, Lord, and growing up to be a generation that loves and serves you. So we thank you. We love every mum. And uh, we just pray you bless them today richly in Jesus' name. Thank you for listening to the podcast. We hope it blessed and encouraged you. Join us live on Sunday or at our midweek Connect small group meetings in North Phoenix, Arizona.